days. And there's something that everybody can do today. And if you're not able to, um, we totally understand. But as we think about Serve Sunday today, have you ever thought, why do we serve? What is the primary motivation for serving other people? As you grow in your Christian life, this is something that you'll discover, is that the gospel doesn't just change what you do, but why you do it. And have you ever thought about why do we serve? In Matthew chapter 20, the disciples, the the early followers of Jesus, they were talking about being great. They all wanted to be great. And they were confused because what they had thought is they had thought that if you're great, it means that you have power and authority and clout and position. Much like the world that we live in today. That if you have power and authority and clout and position and all these things and riches, then you're great. But Jesus flipped this idea of greatness upside down on its head. And I want you to see in just a few moments that we have together what greatness is and why we serve. We're going to be in Matthew chapter 20. We're just going to read a few verses this morning. If you're excited and happy to be here, would you say amen? Amen. Matthew chapter 20, verse 25. This is uh, what it says. Jesus called them over. These are the early followers of Jesus. These are the people that want to be great, and they're fighting over how can they be great. He calls them over. He says, you know the rulers of the Gentiles, those that aren't followers of, of me, they lord it over them, and those in high positions act as tyrants over them. You ever had a boss that was kind of like a, more like a tyrant than a, anything else? You ever had a boss like that? Yeah, you ever had a, yeah, exactly. Uh, You know, those types of people. He says they act as tyrants over them, trying to be in control. Verse 26, it must not be like that among you. On the contrary, whoever wants to become, what's the next word? Whoever wants to become? Among you must be your servant. Did y'all notice something here? Did you notice something? Jesus didn't say, Don't you try to be great. Jesus didn't say, don't you think about being great. He didn't say that. Sometimes this is what we think. We think that following Jesus, we are completely dying to this idea of becoming great. No, not according to Jesus. Because right now he could have said, don't you think about being great. But in this verse right here, what he did was he just redefined what greatness is. Did you get that? He redefined what greatness is. He said, whoever wants to be great among you must be your servants. So according to Jesus, greatness is serving. Greatness is serving. Can we say those words together, those three words together? Ready? Greatness is serving. So according to Jesus, anybody can be great because anybody can serve. He says, verse 27, whoever wants to be first among you must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus said, I came to serve you. I came to give my life as a ransom for you. 
So before you ever serve anybody else, do you realize that you were first served by Jesus? Before we ever serve anybody, we were served by Jesus. Now, this completely changes. It really impacts our motivation for serving people because we were first served. And there's a lot of organizations, and there's a lot of groups, and there's a lot of uh, different things out there that people serve, and people can serve for a variety of different reasons. Like, people have different motives for serving in different places. In fact, can somebody tell me, what is a motive that somebody might have for serving somewhere, for an organization or for whatever? Can somebody maybe, what's a motive that somebody might have as you think about that? Anybody think about a motive? Uh, help, I heard helping others. That, absolutely, that's, that can be a good motive is like helping others. What, what's in, Suzanne, you were saying something? Military service, right? Uh, you can serve the military and serve your country, and these are some good motivations to serve. You know, sometimes some people can serve out of a, a sense of guilt relief. Maybe the motivation is, uh, man, you know, I did some things in my past, and, you know, those things aren't very pretty. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to serve, and I'm going to make it up, maybe to other people, or maybe to God. So because of those things in the past, that my motivation for serving is guilt relief. But did you know that the gospel completely crushes that and destroys that motivation? Because the gospel says that you are forgiven of all of your sins, past, present, future. That God doesn't hold those against you and you don't have to make it up to God. So that doesn't have to be the motivation for why you serve. Maybe some people serve primarily to make themselves feel good about themselves. And by the way, one of the awesome things of serving is that serving, one of the benefits is it makes you feel good. But if our primary reason for serving others is to feel good about ourselves, at its core, that's a little bit selfish, which is the opposite of what it means to serve others. Some people may serve out of, well, a sense of pride. Maybe it's a way of elevating myself and letting people know that I am such a good spiritual person. I'm at church on Surf Sunday. There's not as many people here as usual. Well, I'm here. But the gospel says that we're nothing more than just forgiven sinners. And this is what we have to understand going, understanding today why we serve is because the gospel is not just the foundation for our service, but it purifies our motivation for service. So because of the overwhelming grace and mercy and love of Jesus, what happens is that when we rightly understand that we can't help but want to extend that grace, mercy, and love of Jesus to other people. In fact, when the more we rest in that, the more it causes, causes us to serve and extend that to others without strings attached. In my men's growth group last week, um, we were talking about how so often we struggle with receiving unconditional love. Like there's something in all of us that we just want to feel like we earned it. We want somebody that says, you get this because you deserve it. It's kind of how we're wired. So because we're kind of wired like that, it's really hard for all of us, to, for many of us, I should say, to receive unconditional love. But in the gospel, you've received unconditional love without strings attached. So now you can give without strings attached. You can serve without strings attached. And unless your service is continually connected back to the gospel, 
it can become a burden. Like, oh, serving, this is so difficult, this is so tiring, I don't like this. It can become a guilt reliever. I'm doing this. Maybe I don't have these things right in my life over here, and I feel guilty about them, but I'm doing this. I'm serving, so it, it soothes my guilt. It can become a manipulator. I serve, so I should get this. Or a backhanded method to just keep serving ourselves. Mm. Unless your service is continually connected back to the gospel, it can become a burden a guilt reliever, a manipulator, or a backhanded method to just keep serving ourselves. Guys, we serve today because Jesus first served us. Can somebody say amen? Man, you guys are like sleeping out here today. I feel like I'm all alone. This is our primary motivation is that Jesus served us. No matter how large that act of service is or how small that act of service is. And it's not just confined on sun to Sundays. It's the way we live our lives. It's how you respond when your family member gets on your nerves. Does your family members ever get on your nerves? Don't raise your hand. This is how you respond when your coworker gets on your nerves or you have that crazy neighbor that just is out there. We serve them. Why? Because Jesus first served us. Not because they deserve it, because they don't deserve it. So guys, today is Serve Sunday. And if your tendency, and I think all of us have some tendencies, if your tendency is serving out of guilt or duty because you have to do this, can you reorient your heart before you ever serve, before you pick up a piece of trash, before you write a letter? Can you reorient your heart to the fact that you don't have to pay God back? Can you reorient your heart to the fact that in the gospel, Jesus died for you and gave you everything? If your inclination this morning is maybe you serve out of pride, and I think all of us have self-righteousness that can creep up, especially on uh, times when we're serving. Can you just remind yourself, reorient your heart to the fact that in the gospel, you're nothing more than a forgiven sinner, and you're nothing more than a forgiven sinner that is serving somebody else that needs the same forgiveness that you do, and none of us are better than anybody else. If your inclination is serving primarily to feel good about yourself, can you reorient your heart to the fact that Jesus gave everything for you and that should give you the sense of self-worth and not what you do for him? And today we're going to serve because we have a Savior that emptied himself for our sakes and served us. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave you with a verse. But before I leave you with a verse, what I'm going to do, or I'm going to leave you with a verse in a minute. And then we're going to have the different people that are leading different serve projects. They're going to stand up in the auditorium and they're going to tell us uh, what they're doing and where their group is meeting. What they're doing and where their group is meeting around the building. And then you guys can go, go along with them. Maybe you're like, I don't really know. I'm not in a specific growth group. I don't know which one to be a part of. What I'm going to do is I'm going to stand right here on the side of the stage, and I can help you find a place to go if you don't already have a place that you know you're going to go. So they're going to stand up in just a minute, but I want to end by reading this verse. Philippians chapter 2, verse number 5. Adopt the same attitude as that of Christ Jesus, who existing in the form of God, did not consider equality with God as something to be exploited. Instead, he emptied himself by assuming 
the form of a servant. Can we read verse 7 together? Ready? Instead, he emptied himself by assuming the form of a servant. And today, as you serve, you are being like Jesus. Isn't that cool? Yeah. We, hey, hey, if you're going to clap, you got to commit, okay? Let, 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 let's try that again. Here we go. We are being like Jesus. Let's do this. Let's have our, um, our uh, serve team.